few few moments here, and then we are going to uh, uh, go off of live stream. And so we just want to share the scripture portion uh, with uh, any that are watching on our live stream tonight, and and then we uh, will take prayer requests after that. And we also have some discussions to to have tonight, and so we look forward to. Uh, doing that after that. But we want to get into the scripture quickly here so I don't keep you very long tonight. But uh, Psalm 60, if you would. Haven't had a whole lot of sleep here lately. And so if I get to babbling and don't make sense, just forgive me and blame it on medication or blame it on lack of sleep, whatever you want. So actually, I'm not taking any medication. So I guess we're blaming on lack of sleep. <clears throat> but I. Uh, I was teasing um, some friends of mine I went to school with, and I told them, I said, you know, I'm a little upset with Ambassador Baptist College because they did not have a class on how to handle a worldwide pandemic. And uh, I feel inadequately trained on uh, what to do with this. So we are just... uh, Growing and learning as you guys do, and and the one thing that I have found that is always a, a steady in my life is God speaking through His Word, and how we always need to go to His Word and find the answers. And I was up quite early this morning and spent a lot of time in Proverbs, asking God for wisdom, and and not a better place to go than in Proverbs. And so, just uh, reading Proverbs until you. You know, you just ask God to give you an answer and and uh, praying and continuing. And that's what I was doing this week. And, and I uh, came along on Psalm 60. And uh, uh, the, the setting of this psalm, David had uh, not been king for very long now. And, and so actually probably his first big battle that uh, he's having as a king over all the nations. And, and uh, so he has... Uh, gone in to fight with the Syrians all the way in the very northeast corner of the of the country, and so they're getting ready to do battle there with the Syrians, who who were uh, a very powerful opponent, and and uh, they were preparing to do that, and then they heard that as they were getting ready to fight there, that the Edomites, and if you recall, we just got done finishing Obadiah, and Obadiah had. Uh, uh, pronounced judgment on Edom because of their turning away from Israel and not supporting them, and uh, prophecy even of even later on in uh, around 586. And so, uh, so here we have the Edomites, and so they're coming in from the south, and so they're thinking, hey, we got you at a weak time in in the, this kingdom. Your uh, most of the priests had been killed by Saul, and they're trying to restore the the order of, of worship and, and uh, dealing with that. They're dealing with a new king, and he's trying to get things figured out and, and, and lead the country. And so here he is getting ready to take on the Syrians, and then he hears that the Edomites are coming in from the southeast. And so he sends Joab south, and he goes down there to do battle. And it was at this time, the, before Joab got there, that this is when he wrote Psalm 60. And so he's having some real issues, and and he's seeing some pretty hard things that are going on. And, and that's what he writes here in Psalm 60. We're just going to look at the first four verses tonight. And uh, talking fast, try to get through this quickly. But uh, in verse 1, we're going to see that David uh, has a call for mercy. 
and here we have all of these problems that are going on, and, and all these things are overwhelming him at this time, and, and, and he cries out, and he says, O God, thou hast cast us off, thou hast scattered us, thou hast been displeased, O turn thyself to us again. And so he's crying out with this call of mercy, and, and here he's calling out and, and, and pointing out what he feels like that God has done here. And he says, oh God, you have cast us off, and, and it feels as if we are, are rejected and spurned, and, and this word even has the idea of to stink. And so he said, God, it's almost like that, that, that we're no longer that pleasant odor to you, and, and, and we're no longer that one that that is pleasantries to you at all, but here you are, you're turning your back upon us and, and, and we're alone and, and we're losing here and, and you have rejected us and, and thou hast scattered us. Here we are, now we're split up and, and, and we've lost a lot of our power and, and uh, we have been scattered and broken down and spread out. And, you know, and look, you get into this, you're going to see where I'm going with this, but you give thought to some of the messages that I preached in the last month, and, and one of the things that I reminded us as, as believers, the importance of our local church and, and how powerful we are as a family together, and, and we're herd bound, and, and God has made us that way, and how we need to come together and draw strength from one another, pray for one another, encourage one another, and take scripture and share with one another, and, and help one another, and, and that is the importance of, of a local church. You know, we hear guys that want to talk about this universal church, but that universal church meets nowhere. That universal church has no leaders, that has no pastor, has no deacons, has, has no place where they meet, and they, and they want to talk about a universal church, but there is no such thing. There's a kingdom of God, but the kingdom of God is represented through the local church. That's what we are, and we come, and, we, and God has brought a body together that worships together and prays for one another, and, and that's why I keep telling you, we are a family that God has brought together, and, and to be a strong family, and, and here is a time when, when the devil knows exactly what to do, let's scatter everybody. You know, and, and look, I, I'm not going to judge anybody for the decisions that they're making, and, and uh, just pretty much every pastor that I know has gone online and not meeting at all. Everyone, everyone that I know of so far has done that. And I'm not, I'm not judging them, but I, I can tell you that that's why I've been up at night. That, that's why I can't sleep. That's why you're every day begging and asking God for wisdom. And, and I am so tired of Facebook theologians and, and Facebook warriors that want to get on there and, and pound the drum and say, this is what you need to do. You know what? There's a thing called being independent that that's what we are. And there's a thing that, that is called about the autonomy of the local church. And we can decide what God's will is for us. And no Facebook theologian is going to do that. But I want you to know that, that the, the main reason for shutting this down and for the safety, I look, I, I know it all, I've heard it all, I've listened to it all, I, and, and we're just going to come together and decide what to do. But, but I'm telling you that 
the longer we stay apart and the more scattered we are, the weaker we are. And and it can be life-changing for those that are weaker in the faith. It can be life-changing for those families that are, are just starting to get on their feet and walk with God and, and be what they need to be, and, and then all of a sudden they do not have that support. And so those that want to minimalize the importance of their local church, go ahead. I don't believe all of them were doing that, but some have. And I hope they're listening tonight and I hope they get convicted. Thou scattered us. Oh, and God allowed it to happen. God allowed these things. and Or David thinks that that's what's going on. And God, you've cast us off and you've, you've scattered us and you've been displeased. Thou hast been displeased. That idea of being displeased is uh, he's, he's angry. And it also has a word picture of breathing and snorting. I kind of laugh. We have a boxer dog, and uh, that goofy dog, if you do something that he don't like, he snorts at you, and he wants you to know that he's not happy with you. Now, I, I, I don't want to compare cash to God, okay, but I understand the snort, and, and, and here God is very displeased, and David said, you're displeased with us, and, and, and God, I'm, I'm begging you. I'm asking you, I'm praying to you, turn back to us. Come back to us. Come back the way that, that and turn thyself to us again. I, 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 I want you to look at us, and, and I want to be able to look at you face to face, and, and, and I want to be able to trust you by lying down in the picture of trusting as we've seen, and, and I want to know that you're watching and your eyes are upon us all the time, and, and here, this is the, the very kind of prayer that we ought to be praying right now. Oh God, here, keep us together and, and, and work it out to where in, in all this pandemic, in all of the, and you know, and, and I'm not so, I'm not afraid. First of all, I'm not afraid. You know, I'm just not afraid of, of the, the pandemic, not afraid of the virus. And, and look, if we know Christ is our Savior, absent from the body, present with the Lord. I don't want to give it to someone. I don't want to go around and be, be wild and, and, and arrogant in my behavior and, and, and carrying this thing and giving it to someone and they end up perishing. I don't, I don't want anything like that. But, but we do not need to walk around and, and be afraid and think that, that uh, 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 you know, we, we have to walk in fear. We just don't need to do that. And we need to be wise in, in what we're doing here. But, but here we, we need to understand that we're, we're asking God to, to give us wisdom and guide us and walk with us and, and come back. And, and, and as our prayer, we're asking for wisdom. We're asking for guidance. We're asking for protection. We're asking for a hedge to be around us and look to God to provide the protection that he says he'll give to us. And so let us trust him. And Lord, turn thyself to us again. Look to us and hear our prayers. Give us wisdom in what it is that we need to do during this time. But it's not the virus that we fear. It's this overreaction. The, the, when we look at the, the hoarding of, of junk that people are, are doing, and you know, I saw, saw a joke today that said, 
And, and, and John opened up the last package of toilet paper in 2050 that his mom and dad had bought in 2020. <laughs> but people react to fear. And we're in a country right now that's just a pressure cooker. We're in a country right now that people are afraid and they're and we need to we need to understand that God has the answer and God has the protection. And there's never a time where we as believers ought to fear. Let us pray that God turns thyself to us again. And then he goes on and the Creator demonstrates his power. Thou hast made the earth to tremble. Hmm, it seems to me like maybe in Salt Lake City just today the ground trembled just a little bit, about a 5.9, I think. That that woke some friends up in, in Salt Lake City, and maybe it even made some Mormons pray to the right God and the right Jesus, right? And so, and, and here we, we, we see that thou hast made the earth to tremble. Thou hast broken it and, and split it open. And, and Lord, we're, we're asking that you heal the breaches thereof and, and fill them in and, 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 and stop this from happening, all these fractures and all these breakings and and yes I know physically we're we're talking about that earth that's crumbling and trembling because of the sin and the burden of sin and the and the load of that and the earthquakes and and all of this but but our country is splitting not only physically in that area but our country is splitting when we have preachers that are that are giving people down the road for whether you stay open or not on a on a, a worship service and you're and and you're made into be some some crazy lunatic vigilant you know of a vigilante that that wants to stay open and you know anyway <clears throat> oh we're splitting and we need to understand and come back to the creator we need to worship him and give him honor and glory that he doesn't have President Trump needs to pay attention, and yes, I praise the Lord for Sunday that he calls America to pray, but I haven't heard God's name mentioned much since then. He keeps saying, we're going to do this, and we're going to do this, and we're going to win this, and hey, Mr. Trump, do you not understand this is a virus? There is no cure for a virus. We need God's protection, and we have God's protection by walking humbly with God. We need to have God's protection by getting on our knees in our church body and begging and pleading to God to forgive us of our sins and, and, uh, and to help us to walk in the way that we should and, and to walk in His wisdom and walk by His power and by His strength and look to Him and, Lord, fill in those, heal the breaches thereof, for it shaketh. It is tottering and about to fall. And then look what he says. Thou hast showed the people hard things. Difficult and severe they are. We're seeing some of that. I don't know of anybody else in the ministry, and I know some men that are in their 80s and still preaching and heard one tonight on live stream. Man, I love that. That is one good thing on my Facebook right now. I had about 20 preachers. You know, and, and doing their church. And I'm like, praise the Lord, there's a lot of guys out there preaching the truth. But even those guys that are 80 years old can say, yeah, brother, last time there was a pandemic like this was in 1918, the great flu. 
And so nobody's that old. Tom, I know you're kind of old, but not even to that. <laughs> Thou showed thy people hard things. He's showing us some hard things. Thane sent me a picture. I don't know if you saw the locusts that are in Africa right now. I think it's in Africa. Did you see all of that? He told me, he said, Dad, if the st skies start getting dark out here, I'm coming home. So <clears throat> it's everywhere. Thou hast made us to drink the wine of astonishment. The astonishment has the idea of reeling. It's like, and here, drinking of the wine of, of astonishment. You drink of that, and now you're just reeling. And, you know, there, there's a terrible thought that, that comes to mind sometimes that, that there, there may be something far more sinister than just the virus. And, I, and, and not a conspiracy thing about government, but you ever given thought that Satan may be using this to cause all kinds of havoc and division and destroy a country and destroy families and, and, and destroy the, 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 the friends that we have in other countries. And I mean, there, there can be something so sinister that, that we can't even imagine. And, and it's whenever you find out that some of those things are true that it just causes you to reel. And you're like, I cannot believe that that these things are happening, you know? It's like when we deal with the, the security of the church. And, and one of the biggest things about, about what when you go and you watch these church shootings that have taken place, that that when usually what happens is the person comes in and, and he starts shooting and, and, and killing people, and, and it takes a few seconds for people's minds to understand that there is something this evil truly taking place. And you can't, you, you, you just can't deal with it because your mind is like, this isn't happening. And you're reeling from it. And that's what David is saying here. Oh God, you have, you have brought us to some very difficult times. You brought us through some hard things here and, and you've made us to drink the wine of astonishment. And so God, the creator, demonstrates his power. But then we see the cry of victory. Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee. <laughs> I, I love this. this. This verse has been such a blessing that it may be displayed because of the truth. Thou hast given a banner, a, a, a banner, when, when we think, you know, we think of a banner, we think of a banner, you know, like this. But, but a banner was much more than that. A, a banner in this idea would be kind of like the, the monument we have that makes us remember Iwo Jima. When I say Iwo Jima, what do you think of? What do you think of in Iwo Jima? The Marines that were holding up the flag, right? And you, and you got a picture of that. And can you imagine, I was talking to Pastor Graham before he passed away and was there. He saw that happen. And, and, and it's like the turning point for, for Iwo Jima. And it was a turning point for those Marines that had gone in and invaded that, that island and, 
and, and all those, the Japanese that were bunkered up and, and how many had, had died in fighting for that. And, and, and that was a banner to them. That, that, was, a, that was a place that, that they would look to and, and, and uh, uh, find, it was an ensign. It was a, it, it was a standard. It was a rallying point that they had that, that they saw. And, and here David was saying that, oh God, you have, you have given us a rallying point. You have given us a banner and, and to them that fear thee that it may be displayed because of the truth, on account of the truth, and because of the truth. And, and here we see that, that the banner, and, and, and I think now in our own life, and, and I give thought then, so what is our banner? The cross. The cross. That's our rallying point. That's where we look to. That, that's the one that, that every time that, that we start losing hope and, and we're reeling in astonishment and, and we're dismayed at these things and, and our gaze is getting over here and, and, and our fear is becoming overwhelming and, and the anxiety is, is gathering up in us and, and we don't know exactly what to do and, 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 and we're, you know, you're, and you are in your home and you're there wondering what in the world's going on. We had some crazy woman just walk into our house today. She's good. It's a good thing I wasn't home. We probably had to call somebody. <clears throat> it's a crazy day. It's a crazy day, and, and we can sit down and, and truly become fearful. And, and we can become disgusted and discouraged and just... I don't know what to do, God. We do. And the world is scared. But we don't have to be. Because every time we start to get those feelings, every time Satan starts throwing those things at us, we look to the ensign. We look to the cross. And we remember on that day in Spicker, Missouri, when I was just a little boy, I settled the account, and I know that my sins are forgiven, and I know my home is in heaven, and I know that I'm just a sojourner here, and I know that whatever takes place here is but just a, a mild of a time, and, and it's as bad as it's going to get, because when we get out of here, it's not only going to be good, it's going to be perfect. And so we live for Him. We trust Him. We walk with Him. And whatever everybody else is doing, God bless them for what they're doing. We'll do what God wants us to do. And we'll walk with Him. And we'll trust Him. And we'll be obedient to Him and what He wants us to do. Let us always look to the cross. Every time, in whatever situation, let us look to the cross. He's always there. His hand of mercy is always extended. His grace is always there to wrap us around us. His wisdom, his protection, his provision. And so we walk. We walk courageously. And we trust him. We serve him. And we witness and we tell everybody about Jesus. Because what if this is the end of it? What if this is the end? And we're talking about maybe just days that people have. If we knew that, I would say we'd be a little more vigilant. 
Let's do what God wants us to do. And let's live according to his word. And let us always look to the banner. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Thank you for this psalm. Thank you for David and thank you for his love and his passion for you. Father, I pray that you give us wisdom. I pray that you protect us. I pray that you provide for us. I pray that you are honored and glorified in everything we do. Show us when we don't. Help us to confess that. Get it right with you and move along. Walking with you. Honoring you. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.